Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello everybody, Jay here back with another Off Script with Super E. I am uh, once again in a remote location in the beautiful Keys of Florida. Man, oh man, what a view, what weather. <laughs> Sorry to rub that in there, A-Train. Yeah, thanks, Jay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's snowing here. It's nice. Oh, well, you guys, I sent you a picture of my current view, so. Yeah. No snow here. Is better than ours. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm eat. I'm outside looking at some hay bales with snow on them. <laughs> oh man, well that just stinks. Yes. Now we did, uh, listeners. Unfortunately, to to Jay's uh, displeasure, I think he was outside enjoying the beautiful scenery, but the ocean was so damn loud. We we made him move inside. I'm sorry, Jay. But, you know what? Um, it's all for the show and for the listeners. I guess uh, we didn't want the listeners to have to hear the roar of the beautiful ocean either. You know? Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Had it been had it been sitting there with you guys and looking at a snowplow, I guess we could have <laughs> let that go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jay. But, you know what? All That's for the right. listeners. That's right. That's okay. I'm warm. And life is good, and Super E's about to tell us the tale. Yeah. Uh, all right. I could tell we all have the, the early morning sluggishness about us. Slightly. Just a yes. little. We'll wake up a little. We'll wake up in a minute. And what I'll try to wake us up with is with the story of a very beguiling, charming, yet loud prostitute that I ran into one day. Who was abrasive and charming at the same time. He said beguiling. Uh, I was just going to say that. I train. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking down to our listeners. I know that they have word power. Well, you know, I've been reading up and you're only supposed to communicate on a sixth to seventh grade level. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's perfect for us. Well, wait till I get into the story and I'll be sinking down to a second and third grade level. (laughs) Even better. Can't wait. So you ready? Ready. So uh, as one of my daily routines in the morning when I was working, complaint of prostitution that was north of the hot dog stand because sometimes little street uh, prostitution hotspots would pop up in different areas of our town. If a crack house opened up and so, you know, where you have a crack house, you're going to have street prostitutes. And it was on, we'll call it, the street was 10th Street. And uh, driving down the road and I saw this 
very attractive girl. From the, all I can see her was from the back. She's walking down the street. She's wearing just like a little crop top, and super short shorts, very cute. And she had like a pep in her step. Like, you know, when you see them, those women's uh, laxative commercials where apparently the product works and they're happy and walking <laughs> down the street. <laughs> that, that's the way she was. Well, and, but she then was I could walking see. with a purpose. Then, yes. Well, she was walking without a purpose, but you could tell that apparently that she was feeling light on her feet. Nothing was dragging her down. And um, so I, I'm thinking, huh? So I did my usual. I pull up about 10 yards past her and pull over to, to the uh, street curb. Then I could hear a whole bunch of hollering. And then I could see an old fat guy that was in the yard of a house was yelling at somebody and he had like a rake in his hand. And then I could see that the person he was yelling at was the uh, girl walking down the street, you know, going zippity doodah. And he was hollering and she was hollering. And what I could, what I was hearing as she got closer to my car, he was saying something to her and she was responding with fuck you. And then she opens the door and she goes, Oh, hello. How are you? And I said, fine. And I could hear the guy hollering at her some more. Get off the street. And she was like, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, we're having a low income redneck hillbilly street beef here going on. Jerry, and, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. And so then she jumps in the car and she goes, hello, my name is Roxette. What's your name? I go, Ray. I said, it seems like you're having a problem with that guy. And she goes, yeah. And she goes, and I started to drive off and she goes, stop, back up. And I was like, all right. And then she rolls her head down, rolls down the window, sticks her head out. In conclusion, fuck you. And I'm like, what the hell is all about? Oh, he's mad at me because he doesn't want me walking up down the street. The guy was pissed that she was working his area. And she, yeah, so I, I could understand what he is, he was bitching about. But she goes, yeah, he doesn't like me walking up down the street. But she goes, you know what? I'm, I'm just making way too much money. And I said, really? What, what do you mean? Like, like I didn't know what I was talking about. And she goes, you know, I was six months ago. I realized that guys are always doing anything they could to get to this pussy. They would beg, plead, and they would even offer to give me money. So I was like, wait a minute. I need to start charging these sons of bitches money. Next thing I, I know. That scene in the jerk, Steve Martin. It's a profit deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so she started saying, so I started, I started charging these motherfuckers money every time they got to that pussy. And then I realized I'm sitting on a motherfucking pot of gold. <laughs> and I was like, it sounds like it. She goes, Ray, I'm making so much money. It's unbelievable. I'm going, what'd you spend on all that money on? She goes, mostly crack. And I go, well. Are you buying anything else? Like you got a nice place to live in or a car? No, I buy mostly crack. And then when I'm out, I buy more crack. <laughs> so I realized that she had nothing from all her money because she still had to flop at people's houses. 
but and she was sitting on a pot of gold. Yeah, she's sitting on a pot of gold to have that regular injection of crack constantly. Uh-huh. So, anyways, so as I'm driving, so I'm di- driving down the street. She's like, Ray, how would you like to get into this little pot of gold I got? I said, I would love that. She goes, for you, I'll only charge you $35. I said, well, that sounds like a very fair deal. I will partake of it. She goes, right on. And while I was doing that, I was working with my uh, partner, Jeff. And what we would do is he would take one side of town. I would take the other. Then we'd try to meet up in the middle. And she goes, you got any specific place to go? I said, well. I got to meet my friend here in a minute. She goes, who's your friend? I go, Jeff. She goes, give me that damn phone. I said, okay. What's his number? I said, hit that right there. She just calls Jeff, my partner, who is also locking up prostitutes. She goes, Jeff. He goes, yeah. This is Roxette. What are you doing? He goes, and he had no idea what was going on. And she goes, I'm here with your friend, Ray. And he's about, he's getting ready to fuck me for about 35 bucks. Would you be interested in fucking me too? And Jeff's like, yes, I would. Because, (laughs) you know, our unit was stat driven. Because when you have neighborhood complaints, they want you to be out there making the rest to show the citizens of our town that, yes, we are doing what we're supposed to be doing with their tax dollars that pay us. So Jeff's like, yes, I would love to. She goes, well, I'll suck your dick, and you just have to pay me 30 bucks. She goes, where are you at? He goes, I'm about a mile from you. So we meet up in an old parking lot. And I, I, I will admit, she was so much fun to talk to. I was enjoying myself all the way to her doom. And <laughs> so we meet up in the parking lot, and she's laughing and joking with Jeff. And, you know, he's sitting in his truck, and she goes, when I get done with Ray, I'll jump right over, and I'll get on you, Jeff. And she goes, but I need to see that money. Give me that money first. And we're like, okay. We both bad, you know, I felt kind of guilty about it, but we both badger. We're the police. And she's Aww. like, you, you got to be fucking kidding. I called this son of a bitch up on the phone and proposition him. And I said, yeah, that wasn't the smartest move, Roxette. She goes, well, fuck, at least you're nice, guys. And I was like, you're nice, too. So we cranked out a couple summonses. And I handed them to her. I'm glad that's what you said. Yeah. I finished that sentence with. Yeah. Ernie's cranking shit out. Super E, A train. Super E. God. The hey, merits. We're, we're 54 episodes in. You you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Damn. But anyways, that was, it was a uh, conclusion to a very, I would say, beneficial and pleasant introduction to Roxette and her pot of gold. Very nice. Very nice. Did you, was, did you think that, like, if she pulled her pants down, a little leprechaun would pop out? <laughs> Oh, please don't steal my gold. I would, no, I wouldn't think it was a leprechaun. I think it would be like some uh, fat, slobby, greasy guy holding a Budweiser can with a pack of chew. So, so speaking of that dude that was yelling in the beginning, so he had nothing to do with her. 
So she wasn't like at his house or nothing. He just no, he was he was some guy sick sick of seeing her walking down the street jumping in the cars with guys. And that's what that's what the public doesn't understand. They think it's all oh, it's a victimless crime. You know, they're not hurting anybody. Well, no, the the neighbors are tired of seeing girls jump into cars. You know, they got kids out there. Right. Prostitutes draw all kinds of weirdos. And I'm talking about homicidal ones. You know, we've seen that in the past where guys right. that want to do harm to women get so, in that area. He so was would you say – go ahead. Go ahead, Adrian. Well, I was just going to say, so he, he's, your, he's your classic homeowner in the hood. I mean, he's out raking his leaves. He's trying to keep his house nice, right? Right. And, and he – I mean, so he's got hookers walking by his house. And, I mean, that brings down his quality of life, and that's why he was pissed. And that's I, exactly right. You got you nailed it. It's the quality of life that is harmed by this activity. But you know what's the like the broken window theory? This is yeah. you know the streetwalker theory. Right. I get it. I get it. I like it. Very good there, Super E. No uh, problemo. Yeah, that's a that, that's a that's a nice one. And you ever get the feeling that sometimes on some days you could just. You didn't even have to open up the door for them. They just jumped in the window and said, hey, take me, take me. Exactly. You know what? In, in one of the upcoming episodes, A-Train has a, uh, a story of a prostitute that was able to launch herself out the window of a vehicle. Oh, absolutely one of the most amazing physical feats I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Well, let's, um, I'll tell you what, let's close this one out so we can get to it. A-Train, you got anything? Nope, that's it. How about with this one, Super E? Nope, uh, just, I just know that A-Train's itching to put some of that suntan lotion on your back, Jay, so we'll close the episode out. Damn it, how did he know I was down there with you? <laughs> I, I, I thought we were being inconspicuous. I know, I know. All right, well, uh, this is Jay saying goodbye from lovely Marathon Key. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we won't save it. <laughs> All right. Take see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.